Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. I am your host, Carlos Diaz. so excited to have one of our customers at the retail podcast uh tammy bowser she is one the owner and ceo of snag my wedding it's a really really cool concept that she's kind of talked to us about we had the great fortune of working with tammy on building and developing her website and we're also doing some consulting for her social media and for her business logistics and structure. Uh, but first, let me introduce Tammy. Tammy has over 10 years of retail experience, uh, particularly in the accounting field. She has a master's degree in accounting and she's worked everywhere pretty much from the pharma industry into transitioning to, into the corporate structure role uh, in retail for large corporations. Uh, and Tammy, uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. I'm doing very, very good. I'm excited because it's hump day. It's Wednesday. So I love Wednesdays. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm getting closer to the weekend. So I always like Yes. It. Everyone loves the weekend. Yes. <laughs> so Tammy, tell us a little bit uh, more about yourself. Uh, how did you get started on your business? What, what drove you to start your business? I mean, I know being in a corporate structure, people love getting a paycheck, right? So it's it's very unusual to find people that want to go the extra mile and even though they have that comfort they actually want to engage and start something of their own yeah well just like you mentioned i've worked in corporate corporate america over you know 10 years now and just seeing the the dynamic and the makeup of how corporations work it kind of you know lit a fire in me to, to do something of my own and what I did was just basically, you know, I um, like I mentioned before, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from a large family um, and I'm married, have one child. So all of those things kind of um, drove me to do want to do something on my own so I can pass that down to the next generation of people. So that's kind of my why as to why I want my own company. Nice, 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 nice. I like that. And so how did Snag My Wedding come about? And I guess before you tell me how it came about, tell us a little bit about what Snag My Wedding is. Because I think to all the listeners out there, right, it sounds cool and catchy, but but what is it exactly, you know? Yeah, great, great question. So Snag My Wedding is essentially what it says. Snag is to take something. So snag meaning purchase or buy someone else's entire wedding. So it is a um, marketplace where you can go on and you can either buy or sell wedding items that are either used or sometimes you get new items on there. So that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Nice. So pretty much I get married uh, mm -hmm. today and then tomorrow, obviously 99% of everything I spend like $70,000 on since I think that's kind of the average retail wedding, right? Yeah, the average wedding average wedding is actually around $35,000, but it can go up to 100,000 it depends on the person in the city. I think New York is like the New York is like the most expensive place uh, they spend money on, but here in Texas we're the largest place. We have the most weddings and of course everything's big in Texas, so we have yeah. the biggest wedding. <laughs> go big or go home, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm in the perfect place. 
Awesome, awesome. So that that's a really cool concept. And so you say it's a marketplace. Is it a, just a digital marketplace, like just online, or do you guys also do markets around the city, or how does that work? Yeah. So just uh, it is just online. This is something that was kind of important to me. I wanted to create a place where people around the world could connect because even though you have this platform where say uh, someone is getting married on, you know, a Saturday and you get married on a Sunday and you live in the same city and you can also, you know, share each other's stuff or purchase each other's stuff. I also want to open it up to the world where you can buy, you can buy and sell from anywhere in the world, you know, to anyone in the world. So just kind of an open marketplace. But yes, it is currently online only, which has been great for us during this time. Yeah, no, I can imagine. I'm sure it worked out really good. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you weren't planning on something like a pandemic happening, but I'm, I'm sure it worked out great than rather you having this uh, market physical and then having to shut it down and everything. And so how what inspired you? Uh, obviously, you've shared with us what inspired you to going into business on your own and, and having your own business and transcending to your kids uh, that business. But why this particular idea? What, what made this idea happen versus I'm sure you, I don't know, as an entrepreneur, we always go through like a thousand business ideas and then finally something connects with us at a whole other dimension, you know? Well, that's a, that's a great question. It's funny how it happened because I, like yourself, probably have a thousand different ideas. And of course, my husband gets to hear all those every day. I come home like, oh, this, oh, that. He's like, no, no, that's not good. <laughs> and then it was kind of one day I kind of, well, not, well, I'll, I'll back the story up and then I'll go into kind of how he played the part and kind of saying, okay, this is a good one. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. So, um, I, like I mentioned, I am from a large family, um, actually originally from Louisiana and my cousin was getting married. We have, uh, my grandmother has 10 kids. So I have a huge cousin network, I would say. And, uh, she was getting married and my whole family kind of pitched in help with this wedding. And we're, you know, driving stuff from, uh, Shreveport, Louisiana to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. If you don't know how far that is, about six hours distance. You're driving a huge U-Haul truck full of wedding stuff there. Oh, wow. And yeah, then did so you guys drive it, drive it down and drove it back the same day? Uh, yes, that's what we did. So we uh, packed, packed this huge uh, U-Haul truck up, drove it down there, set everything up. And I'm also in the wedding. I was the matron of honor in the wedding. And so we were up to like three in the morning, I think, setting everything up. And then next day we get up. I think the wedding happened around, you know, three or something like that. And so I'm standing up there. I'm tired from the previous night. And then we do it all over again. We take everything down and take it home. Because most venues require you to take everything out the same night. They don't let you leave it there overnight because they have weddings the next day and things like that. So we had to stay there all, you know, pretty much until midnight or one o'clock or something like that and take everything out. And when we took everything out, we put it back in the U-Haul again, took it back to our house, unloaded the U-Haul again. So this is probably what, three, four times we packed and unloaded this U-Haul. And so uh, when I was, uh, as we were packing everything and uh, unpacking everything, I asked her, I was like, well, what are you going to do with this stuff? You you know, she spent a probably maybe $20,000. There was, you know, stuff that she didn't get to use. That, that happens a lot. Um, there was stuff that she, and everything was used for what, three, four hours. That's with everyone. So this stuff is practically new. And I said, well, what are you going to do with it? And she said, I, I don't know. And it's just, you know, in her living room, it's packed. You can't even you can't even sit on the sofa anymore. 
And so uh, on my way home, I was like, man, it would be really cool if she could sell that to someone else, you know, rather it be in the same city she's in or somewhere close where you you can avoid shipping costs. Yeah, 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 of course. And I'm, and I'm sorry to interrupt here, but just to oh, no, the listeners out there, what's the standard? What happens usually with all that merchandise? Do people just put it by, by a store, rent a storage or like what happens usually? Well, right? you, I, I bet everyone has someone they can ask in their lives, uh, what do, where's your wedding stuff? And their answer is going to be in the basement, in the closet, in the attic. They still have stuff. Most people just pe- push it and pack it away and they don't, they try not to think about it. Um, and <laughs> they try not to think about the 20,000 they have there they in, try, in they try. inventory. <laughs> yes, because they, they try not to think about it, but it's, it's kind of hard when it's staring you in the face. And I mean, the dress alone is, uh, you know, a couple thousand dollars for anyone. Yes, 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 yes. And, and so just, uh, yeah, she had all of this stuff. And I said, you know, to myself, I was thinking as I'm driving back, because this is driving back from uh Baton Rouge to Dallas and I'm thinking there has to be a place where she can resell everything that would be smart if someone could have just taken all this stuff because she's never going to use it again and it went and I'm you know once I got home I started searching for something I was like and I'm talking to my husband I'm saying hey you know what have you ever heard of a website where people can resell you know just their entire wedding yes you can sell pieces of your wedding people sell that all the time on different marketplaces But there was really no place where you can kind of display how you use your wedding and how it looked on the day you had your uh, wedding and then allow someone to purchase that entire wedding. We also oh, nice. so so then you guys are not just like Amazon or Etsy no. or any one of those places that I can just grab my 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 tuxedo or my wedding dress or whatever the case and sell it. You rather want to sell the entire concept and the story behind it so that somebody can just have a one-stop shop with that customer and say, hey, I loved the creative ideas you had. Maybe I'll tweak mm-hmm. the candles or I'll tweak the color of the yes. roses. Exactly. But the concept behind it is I love it. It's what I want for my wedding. It's my dream wedding as well. So you kind of pass it on like you pass it on to your kids, but you're passing it on to another member of your community uh, and helping them out, right? And I'm sure that also maybe they don't get back their full investment, but they get some of it and somebody else can have that same wedding at a more affordable price. I mean, am I following the concept? You are following the concept perfectly. I'm glad you got it because we need for men to understand. (laughs) 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 I'm a very cost to benefit person. So I would have loved for this to exist uh, before for me, you know, that would have been like, Yes, you would be, you'll be surprised. Our main person, whenever I do like wedding shows or anything like that, the person who wants to hear the most is the father at first they're like walking up and they're like oh god someone drugged me here and i have to be here (laughs) but as soon as they say uh we are helping you resell everything and get your money back they're all ears and and so when when i told this idea to my husband and this was you know i was like i have this idea i'm thinking you know this 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 and he's like okay i think you got something this is a good one let's let's work on this one Nice, nice. And how involved is he in the business? Is he very involved with you or or he just kind of like your cheerleader or how does that dynamic work? So I mainly run, I mainly do everything from day to day. But if there is something, you know, that um, I need to, you know, bounce off of him, it's all I need someone to say, you know, go go this way or go that way. He's all he's kind of that strategic thinker of long term. So we kind of manage it that way. 
Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, and it's always good not to be able to brainstorm with somebody. Oh, yeah. Uh, because a lot of times it helps revalidate your ideas or sometimes they help you enhance a great idea that you have by two little dashes up, you know, thinking in one little aspect that you didn't think about that you're like, oh my God, now my idea is 10 times better, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He even went so far as during this time, you know, we're stuck in our homes and things like that. He's like, okay. So we're going to make you your home office. So he bought me a desk and all of this stuff and uh, made me a cute little office for me. And so it's really cute. It, I thought it was great. It was Mother's Day gift, but good oh, idea. Oh, that's awesome. No, that's great. That's great. It's a great motivator to to keep at it. And so from uh, Snack My Wedding, I know that you guys uh, have been growing it. How long has Snack My Wedding been out there in the market? And what have you guys accomplished as a business? Oh, sure. sure. Um, so it's been about seven years. So within that seven years, I've always had a nine to five. This has kind of been something I've been doing on the side. But over the last two years, I've really been, you know, pushing it and putting it out there in front and uh, letting letting more people know that it exists. And with that, it's been some great things. Uh, some great features have come out of it. Um, uh, one of them was here in Texas. Good morning, Texas. We were on that show. Um, we were in Dallas Innovator. Um, my my one I love to talk about, of course, is uh, we got featured in Forbes, and that was you oh, know wow, not, wow, that's yeah. pretty nice. How how did that come about? Tell me a little more <laughs> about getting featured in Forbes. For sure, and all I mean, and I'd say all these things have been done without a PR person. Everything has been me pushing the business, talking about it, so it can be done. Uh, I participated in a program called Founder Gym, which is an online on only kind of where they help startups learn about getting investors and how do you work with VCs? How do you, you know, how do you pitch your company when you're uh, ready to? And mm-hmm. so within that company, I mean, within that program, it kind of, it kind of taught you kind of ways in which you should be pitching your business. And so what I did was I found someone LinkedIn, which is a great resource if no one's ever heard of it. <laughs> it's a great resource to find someone, you know, that may be in the space where you're trying to get them to talk about your business. And so I just did like I sent out, out a cold email mm-hmm. to one of the writers of Forbes. And I, I saw that she had written about a wedding, you know, uh, written about a wedding article before. And so I was like, I know she's interested in weddings. And so just kind of pitched her the idea and said, hey, I have this company. I do this, this, and this. And she was like, oh, this is super interesting. And she kind of set up a call with me. And then we kind of went through everything. And she's like, okay, I want to write an article about this. And she wrote the article. And that's how it happened. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That's, I bet you got such a sense of fulfillment from, from yeah. that experience, no? because it's something that you grew, it's your little baby, you know, and then to I see <laughs> somebody else be, get excited about it enough to where they want to write about it. I, I, I'm, I can only imagine it's a beautiful feeling. Very great thing. And uh, with that, uh, out of that came uh, an opportunity to actually pitch the company on the show Elevator Pitch, which is hosted by Entrepreneur Magazine in L.A. So that was probably by far the coolest experience because TV, what you see on TV is always different from what happens behind the scenes. Everything is kind of edited. Yeah, edited and cut and paste and this and that. But it was it was very cool. I didn't get to go up on the elevator, but it was a very cool experience. Kind of taught me a lot. You get to kind of pitch in this elevator and then you get to go up or down. And so and you have 60 seconds and they don't let you do it again. 
it's like a one shot. If you mess up, you just on national TV. <laughs> you mess it up. Messing up. <laughs> right. Wow, that's amazing. That I mean, it it is really hats off to you uh, to being able to accomplish all these things, like you said, on your own without without a PR team, without a marketing team. Yeah. And that I mean, that's just great. I, I can only imagine how much further you guys are going to grow with that motivation that you have, and as you start bringing team members together as your company grows and start kind of building that culture within the company of that excitement and joy that you have. And I, I guess with that, like what, what would be like your one piece of advice you would give out? Because I know right now entrepreneurship, I mean, I love entrepreneurship, but at the same time, I feel like right now it's like a fashion statement almost, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. everybody and their mom is an entrepreneur and a CEO of the business that they have in the garage with their cousin, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I don't mean it in a bad way, but yeah, I just feel yeah. like I would everybody love for you to give, exactly, lightly. everybody uses the word, but to really engage it and understanding and understand that the chip that has to change in your mind from going into an employee mindset versus an entrepreneurial mindset, you know, what would be like your biggest piece of advice after everything you've experienced to people out there that are contemplating or thinking, Oh yeah, having my own business is so much fun. And then it just stays in an idea in the air, you know? Yeah. So um, my advice that I usually give is to go for it. Just do it. Just like Nike says, you know, uh, have an idea is great. The thing you have to do is execute. If you can't execute, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Anyone, mm-hmm. we've all heard this, anyone can have an idea. Only some people can execute. And now is the time because we're, you know, a lot of us are still at home. We've taken, you know, working from home and things like that. Now is the time to kind of go for it. It is not the time to say, okay, you know, things are happening and, you know, no one will want my business. This is your time to kind of, you know, throw it out there and mess up. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's got to be. Kinda, exactly. I love yeah. that. I love, yeah. I love that piece that you just said. It's your time to throw it out there and mess up because no matter what we do in life, I believe this, we're all bound to, to kind of uh, fail. Right. And I think failure is always seen as a bad thing. And I think it should be seen as an opportunity to gain wisdom. Right. Right. And if you're going to fail, no matter what, why not fail at trying something that you're completely passionate about or something that you love. Right. And so, no, I, I like that. I really, really like that. So shifting from that, how do you think, obviously, the, the, the hot topic, the elephant in the room, <laughs> the pandemic, yes. Right? Yes. but I think people are going to forgetting about it, or at least I see it out there. People are now, they no longer use masks and everybody's having a drink at the bar yeah, and it's like, it's like it disappeared that. overnight. No? How do you think uh, this is going to help or not help your business in the long term? Yeah, so this has been a great, um, has been a helpful for my business because like we were mentioning earlier, people have been sitting at home and a lot of people have been home. They've been uh, cleaning out their closets. They've noticed that there's a ton of stuff in there. Like, what is this stuff? And so I've gotten several calls of, you know, how do I do this? How can I resell my stuff? I've been wanting to do this for years and now I have the time. And so it's been great for business. People have been, you know, more apt to have time to 
uh, go on and create the account, upload their photos and price out everything and kind of strategically think about, you know, how they want to resell their wedding. So it hasn't been um, that much different for us, but it also has given me time to, you know, work within the business and work on things that I need to work on. I think the the change will be that uh, more companies will try to figure out they'll have a more strategic plan of if this were to win, well, when this happens again, they have a plan in place where they can uh, operate from anywhere. Cause I think people are so, you know, used to, you know, being able to always ship their customer something. I think a lot of companies, a lot of companies put out digital project products during this time, where some companies were already prepared for that. And since we're 100% online, we never had any inventory to, you know, deal with, then it, it didn't really affect us. I think, um, uh, the only thing that we will maybe do different is we'll have a, have a marketing plan for something like this. That's the only difference I think that we would have. No, that, that's a, that's a, that's a great thing that it has helped your business. Obviously, uh, that's, it's a very good thing. I've been talking to a lot of people and a lot of people have been giving me like positive mm-hmm. outcomes through all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think also, like you mentioned, even the, the work from home from mm-hmm. what I've been reading, uh, I know Facebook, I know yeah. uh, Twitter and a lot of companies are starting these initiatives of, Hey, th- th- this kind of forced companies that were mm-hmm. weary about doing the work from home situation into seeing that it actually works. And, and right. I think in my opinion, it's a lot easier having an employee working from home as far as determining how engaged and their level of productivity, because mm-hmm. There's no, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is it filters out all the noise, right? Oh, that yeah, when you're yeah, in an office and people are talking and there's, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like we, you never, stay, you, we never do those things. We don't yeah, talk about know. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think a lot of time goes, goes wasted, you know? Oh, um, for sure. For sure. Versus when you're at home, it's like, hey, you're working on your project, you're done. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. And at the end of the day, it's not about working eight hours a day it's about finishing the project the best way possible right and if that takes you sometimes 13 hours and other days it takes you four uh, who cares as long as you're delivering you know exactly yep I think it's going to be a changer in the mindset of people who didn't you know there are a lot of people who refuse to work from home that I mean they just didn't like it and they all have changed their minds now because they see the benefits of being at home and how much money it could save you Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little race, literally. I mean, yeah. And money and time, you know, I, I always, uh, I value so much time. I think it's so important. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday morning. Uh, had a great time talking to you. I'm super excited about the future of Snack My Wedding, uh, what it's what you're doing with it and where it's going. It's phenomenal. I definitely want to have you back again, uh, maybe sure, towards the end sure. of the year so we can see the progress and uh, maybe you can give us a tour through the website and, and you know, and see where you have taken it. That sounds great. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining in today. Uh, We had a great time with Tammy. Again, uh, it is snagmywedding.com. So if you guys uh, just got married or even looking to get married, uh, definitely check out the website. They also offer uh, wedding coordinator services and vendor 
wedding vendor services as well. Uh, so it's, it's not just the, the concept of selling your wedding. So even if you're in the process of looking at starting your wedding, now that the cities are starting to back open back up, uh, definitely a good, good, good resource to go to uh, snackmywedding.com. Uh, Tammy, it was a pleasure having you and everybody have a great day. Thank you. If you would like to participate in the Retail Corner conversation, please sign up via email at retailcorner at proxima360.com or sign up on our website at proxima360.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe and have a great weekend.